After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. That's right, I got that Jacob Lethal Beats here on After Further Review, 88.3 WXUT. Make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. It's After Further Review on iTunes. If you listen to our podcast, make sure you give us five stars so then they can share it throughout the world uh, so that other people can listen to these great podcasts. I haven't put up all the podcasts lately. I remember last week we had the podcast with uh, Frank talking about his friend Kent Goldsmith, the guy that has a fleet of cars, right, and fleet of houses, uh, just cars. Oh, just cars. And he has a motorcycle, right? Yes. And he also has a timeshare in Cancun, Florida. Ah, uh, that's uh, 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 There's no timeshare. I thought you said he had like a timeshare or no. resort. Or doesn't he have like a private? Uh, now, to be, to be, with regards to Florida, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a timeshare in Florida. We both have a mutual friend who has got real deep pockets that lives in Tampa, though. Oh, deep pockets. Define deep pockets. Uh, let's just let's just say, um, hey, this guy who I've mentioned on the show, Adam Rowe, he lives down in Tampa. He's got a. I don't remember him. Uh, I've, I've mentioned him a couple of times. He's not the doctor, is he? No. Okay. Because the doctor's At- the one you drink Hennessy with. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Adam lives down in Tampa. He actually has his own sports memorabilia company, Breakers Row. Oh, you know what? I think I remember you vaguely talking about him, but I think I talked more about him with Rabbit because Rabbit had told me about that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's got a, and he sells it on eBay or he. No, does? he's got no. He doesn't sell it on eBay. I think he's he's got his own website though. Sports memorabilia. How kind of stuff? That, what, which was it? It's it, like car, trading cards. Well, yeah, I know autograph. that. But some guys when when they have sports memorabilia, they have like. They have everything, but then they have like their. You could tell they have their favorites. What's his favorites? Like, is he a Lions fan? Is he? He's a, a he's a Patriots fan. Really? Yeah. Like, now I'm not talking about Tom Brady Patriots. I'm talking about Kevin Gogan Patriots or Drew Bledsoe or when the Patriots got their ass beat by the Bears in '86. Patriots. Uh, you would have to you would have to talk to him. Yeah, because if people out there say, "Yeah, I was a Patriots fan," and if you say you were only a Patriots fan in the 2000s, then you're not a really true Patriots fan. Well, let's sorry. Just, well, let's just say it's an org- it's an t- organization I respect. Mm-hmm. But he has other stuff there, though. He's oh, got. Yeah. So you said he's got. Some people say that with sports memorabilia. Before we get on topic, it's either hit or miss. Either you got deep pockets or you don't. Yeah, I mean, he's got. He's found a lot of stuff. Uh, I see. I see a post on the the uh, Breakers Row Instagram page. There's been a couple oh, of uh, Breakers Row. Yes. Now, where does he get the memorabilia? How long? Because first off, you have to collect it. Yeah, I mean, you'd have you would have to talk. You'd have to actually. Uh, you'd probably have to ask him. He could explain it to you better than I could. Right. Okay. Have you seen his stuff? Not I mean, just on the internet. I mean, when you went down to Tampa, I have, no, I, I haven't gone down to actually see him. I, okay, well, right now I'm going on Instagram. Hey, that, that's a, that's so, that's something that I hope to that I hope to make happen mm-hmm. at some point. It's just I've got to get a few things. Uh, mm-hmm. I just got to get a lot of loose ends tied together and just make sure I have the time and 
and the money to go down there. Oh, you know, I thought, well, let go on Kent's dime. I mean, he's got the fat pockets. <laughs> I mean, I'll get stuff paid for when I go down there, but I've also got to pay for, but I can't get the whole way paid for. Oh, okay. I thought you were making that fat money, though. Yeah, I will. Eventually. It will be eventually, eventually but of course, yeah. I got to be. But I've got other stuff to pay for as well. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel you like that. But, yeah, let me see here. Breakers Row. We're going to actually, sorry for the radio listeners and the ones that are on there live. Uh, we're looking at, let's see here, Breakers. Row spelled L-R-O-W-E. Oh, like his name. Yes. Ah, here it is. Adam Rowe, followed by Frank Vashner. Okay, so he's got a few things. Biggest sports cards buyer and sports card collecting. If you have any interest in my product... Go to breakersrow.com, always buying, selling, and trading, followed by Frank Vashner. He has 680 followers, and he's following 218. He's got some Sean Kemp stuff. He's got Tom Brady. (laughs) Let's see here. And you like it. Here is the holy grail of football cards. This card was graded 12 years ago, and it's 53 of 100. One day it'll be 400K cards for about 8.5 auto. Um, Wow. Nice. Okay, so he's 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 doing it big. Yeah, well, make sure you give him a follow as well. Right, right. I'll hit the follow. He's got Iverson cards and everything. Nice, nice. So he has big pockets. So now he has. He's the one where you go and see him, and then obviously, who who are the guys you see in Cancun? There's nobody in Cancun. I don't know where you got that. Oh, oh, my bad. I thought you had somebody in Cancun. No, 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 no. no. I'm not. So I don't. Now, so now we get on the phone line here, Ryan McCumber. Uh, Michigan State uh, basketball follower. Also, isn't uh, Ryan your Twitter name? Isn't it like Cassius Winston Appreciation Fan or something? That would be me. Yeah, correct. And vastly appreciate that man. Yeah, and I remember I tell I tell everyone that I did watch Cassius Winston play against St. John's Jesuit, and he made one of the players fall. Uh, just <laughs> giving you that note there. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the college tourney, college coaching changes for 2019-20. A Mac coach. Goes down south. That David Man and God Harris and I were talking about that. Welcome, David. You in, are you in the Co, aka C bus, or are you in Pitt? I'm in the Co. Oh, okay. He's back in the Co. Even though he didn't sold his house or sold his or gotten out of his apartment, are you? Where are you staying? And you're not staying in the streets, are you? No, I run the streets. Oh, okay. He runs the streets. Or sometimes yeah. he might use his bike and bike in the streets. You know, you know, David, I actually had to drive down to Columbus yesterday for work purposes. I was actually kind of looking around for you a work, little bit. Work purposes? Yeah, I had oh, to go, for I, Enterprise? Yeah, I had, to, I had to go get a 15-passenger van. A 15-passenger van to come yeah. up here? Yeah. Why couldn't someone from Columbus bring it to you? Uh, well, I got, didn't have the part. They had other things to take care of. I didn't mind it. Oh, okay. So I like get out of the office. And, so you drove down there, dropped the car off, and then took the car back. What car did you take down? Did you I take took a King a Ford, James package? I took, no, I took a Ford Fusion. A Fusion? Oh, yeah. Okay. It, was a, it was a nice Fusion, though. With AAU season coming up, some of the places I might go, I might need a, a, a vehicle. Um, just for the weekend. I know we're going out of town a few uh, times. Well, you you know how to you know where to find me. <laughs> okay, so did, now that uh, uh, King James has left uh, Ohio, I mean, basically, did, do you guys still have the King James package or no? Uh, no, I don't think no, so. That, no, no. That, I think that's taking its talents to, to L.A. To L.A. Okay, okay, okay. Now, do we have the Baker Mayfield package? Um. Uh, well, I, the cockiest of cars with all the fixings on it. Yeah, 
I'll have to get back to you on that okay, one. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Ryan, what'd you think? Michigan State and DC, or, or actually, yeah, DC basically uh, gave gave uh, uh, LSU the business, eighty to sixty three. A lot of people, I think, the spread was what three? Yeah, I think Two it was six. six. It was six. It was six. Okay. And some people thought LSU was actually going to pull this off. They were saying they were too long. They were too athletic. And uh, Michigan State, eh, they just handled them. They just gave it to them. No no screaming and yelling from Tom Izzo in this game, though. <laughs> yeah, pretty impressive win. Uh, definitely. They got two of their freshmen. Uh, and the one who Tom Izzo emotionally scarred, Aaron Henry, uh, by yelling at him, had 20 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. So I think he's doing okay. And quick note, Aaron Henry's 28-6 and six performance, he is the first player to do that in the Sweet 16 since some guy named Grant Hill. Yeah, pretty good company. Yeah. he's. Uh, I think he's doing okay. Can I ask you, Ryan, was this expected this year? Did you expect them to at least get to the Elite Eight, win the regular season championship, win the conference championship, and represent the, almost be one of the Big Ten representatives other than Purdue could be their first one. They could punch their ticket uh, later today, but be one of the representatives in the Final Four up in Minneapolis. I mean, for Michigan State fans, the program expectations, regardless, are always Final Four. But lately, but though, I don't think anybody before. Yeah, I don't think anybody before this season said, "Hey, this team's going to go to the final." I fully expect this team to go to the Final Four, beat Michigan three times, and win the Big Ten and win the Big Ten tournament and, and get a Sweet Sixteen, get, bo- yeah. uh, basically win, then get to the Elite Eight. So that that's yeah. actually a really great season. I mean, that's a lot of cutting nets. Well. I mean, for Michigan State, I'm pretty sure they do this so much. They don't cut the nets for Sweet 16 or nothing like that or Elite Eights, you know. Some teams do, some teams don't. Yeah, they, MSU doesn't. Like, like I said, program expectations are high. Final four. Right. Every every year. Right. Uh, did you expect uh, Cassius Winston to be the POI, the POI? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't have been surprised, but most people were saying Carson Edwards or Ethan Happ was going to last. Before the season, I, I'm right, not surprised right, right. he won it though. Okay, and then also Ward was out for a bit of time. They still kept on trucking. Uh, I yeah, mean, like I said, it just seemed like he just put the more pieces in, and, and Aaron's is out with the uh, the, the ankle. Well, the thing, thing about Kyle Arns is they Arns. said that his uh, they said that he was out, out of the boot, which I know I didn't think he was going to play, but. Hey, and he didn't, but the fact that he was out of the boot I find a little bit surprising. So I guess maybe he's healed up quicker. I mean, well, he is young. I mean, you know, those 18 and 22 year olds, they do heal back, heal and bounce back. Yeah. I mean, Kai, I mean, Ryan, do you think there's a remote possibility that should Michigan State get past Duke that he could return for the Final Four? Or I is, don't see. I don't see it, but I mean, would it surprise? It would surprise me, but is it out? Is is it completely out? Who knows? I mean, Izzo said after the Indiana game that the 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 one on the road, the second game they lost to him, that he was probably going to shut him down for the whole season. He was back for the Michigan game at home. So I mean, you just don't know. You, I I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it would surprise me, but at the same time, would I completely rule it out? No. David. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, it's always interesting because you never know where either players' mindsets are at, 
kind of you also have to think about who's coming in, who's, and then that. I mean, all of it's determined by recruiting classes. But if eh, huh, oh. I mean, that's one of the things that you always think about, like around this time of year, kind of as you get closer to whether in the end of the season or not, kind of what's always think about the next team, the next range. So, uh, make a come back to me as I'm kind of thinking about Yeah, you're thinking too much. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're too stumped because basically it's pretty simple. We got Duke, Michigan State on Sunday at 5.05, uh, and then Gonzaga – or Gonzaga, or however you want to pronounce it, Texas Tech. That's going to be tonight at 609. 609. That should be a good game. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm still not on Texas Tech. Chris Beard, too, is also rumored to be going somewhere else. I mean, possibly. Uh, they basically stifled Michigan. I mean, just pretty much slapped them. But they like to play that oh, slow yeah. pace, grind them out. Um, uh, it's a pace that, that's, that's hard to beat because Buffalo – like to get up and down the court, and Texas Tech just was too big, too physical, too big, too physical, and also they don't turn the ball over. That's one thing you can't do. A lot of times you want to play when you want to get up and down the court. You want to play that pressure D. You can get a couple turnovers. The momentum changes, especially if you get a couple dunks in the tournament. And and Texas Tech is just too control, too discipline of a team to make mistakes. I don't like the way they play, though. It is kind of boring. I mean, I hate to say that. <laughs> I really, I really, really, really hate to say that, but um, I don't know it's, that that that's... it's like they're, watching them is like watching Wisconsin. Honestly, like, like Bo Ryan days, I, I I can't stand watching them. I, I they, they're a good team, but man, I I just can't stand that style. It's like watching them or watching Virginia now. Well, uh, Bennett's teams from Wisconsin in the early years. Remember when they got to the championship or the Final Four? Excuse me, in two thousand Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. that and that and that yeah, team that, had that game was like pulling teeth. That but and they oh didn't have God. any any future NBA pro. I don't even think they had any really overseas pro players on that team. But they played that slow pace pack line. We want to grind Big it Bennett. out. Uh, yeah, the, the the originator of the. Uh, the pack line is West Wisconsinites love the pack line up there in Wisconsin. That is just more northern Wisconsin, especially up there by Madison. Uh, they love to play pack line. That's just a religion up there for for defense. Even though, by the way, Tony Bennett did play in the NBA and played with Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning. He was a bench warmer though. Um, also recruited Clay Thompson, by the way, at Washington State. Yep. Um, but you're right. Oof. But I'm thinking Texas Tech is even more brutal than those teams. I mean, it's just. I admire them. They're athletic. Uh, obviously, Beard is a uh, night disciple, so he yeah. wants to play that man-to-man defense, motion offense, big physical. Uh, but yeah, it's I, one thing is for television. No, I don't want them in it. Sorry, right. I just, I'm just a Texas Tech hater, and they don't bring a lot of fans either. Well, nope. again, again, when people think of Texas Tech, they think of football because they're I, I think they're, yeah, they're they're yeah. You're great. You're Graham Harrell, Michael oh, Crabtree. Oh yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield was there as well. <laughs> it's a it, people think football. I mean, no, is it Michael Leach? Mike Leach? 
Yeah, Le- yeah Leach worked. was the coach there, but then he got fired because he put Craig Jays' kid in an electrical closet. closet. Yeah, and then Cling- Cling- Kingsbury was there, wasn't it? Yeah, and he got yeah, he, he got, got whacked. Fired. Yeah. And then he got he got he somehow got a job with the Cardinals as yeah. a head coach. So upgraded. basically, Texas Tech is more nor more for football. I mean, let's face it, a lot of the Big Twelve schools are known for football. Besides Kansas, literally, everybody. literally yeah, literally everybody besides yeah. Kansas. Speaking of Big Twelve schools, we got some breaking news regarding one. Oh wow! Or actually, a for, a former it's a uh, Big Ten school. Or, yeah, former Big Twelve school. Now in the Big Ten, Nebraska. Who they hired? They have Fred hired Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg. Well, correct. That's, yeah, again, that's that. re- I mean, that's really no surprise at all. Oh, Frank, they've been talking about that for like weeks now. That was Frank's breaking news. Uh, thank you, Frank. I'll give you another one right there. That is a good fit for Fred Hoiberg. He was in the NBA with the Bulls. Uh, former NBA player, just wasn't a great fit. But at Iowa State, he did very well, though. Yeah, he did. His son also was a walk-on at MSU. Yeah, right Jack. The more you know. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Actually, you know, I hate to say this. I'm just a coach at heart, though. But he does put on some good coaching clinics. Yeah. You should watch some of his stuff. But... Okay, we're trying to play a sound effect. And it didn't work. Fail. But like I said, Frank, Frank, we know. We just, it's just, it's just, I don't know. That one right there, that was old. I don't, I didn't really like that one. Well, you just, shouldn't, have, shouldn't have had that, you know. It was official. Okay, moving on. So, here, here's something for both Ryan and David as well. This is what I, this is what I have said that I think is going to, Carry Michigan State, and some people point to Cassius Winston's play. I think it's something else, and I believe that it's their defense. Because but isn't um, it always their defense? Well, I think I think more so this year than in years past. Because I think I believe this has probably been the best defense, the best team at defense that I've seen Izzo have, at least that I can remember. Mm, that 2000 team. Well, Man, I mean, Mopey, I mean, the, yeah, the 2000 Cleves, team, they could, they could defend. Yeah. yeah. They put the clamps on you. Yeah. But this, this is probably, this is probably one of the better defensive teams since that 2000 team. I mean, would you guys agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And this, this team, I mean, they, uh, Aaron Henry has basically become an elite defender over the last month and a half. And Xavier Tillman's a really good defender. Uh, Matt McQuaid should it, I mean, you would make an argument he should have won Big Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. He was that good. Um, so they've got three guys that are really good defenders, and uh, th- th- they have definitely surpassed my expectations for that this year. Exactly. I mean, we saw it last night. That was an that was an LSU team that said, they said love to crash the boards. I mean, they did a they did a phenomenal job of checking out on defense. As they were doing, they were cutting into seams. I mean, look, I know, I know, Tremont Waters was seemingly hitting a lot of shots too. But I mean, they were contest, they were contested shots too. And, and I know Derek and I have said many times, sometimes you just have to shake the man's hand and say nice shot and move on. Uh, David, yeah, I think if you look at what particularly that LSU game, the way that they were able to either neutralize the perimeter and kind of force them inside. And then I really think the help defense in particular around the rim is one of Michigan State's strengths. And I've kind of, the games that I've watched in Michigan State, 
they've really been able to, okay, the ball goes inside, there's going to be a defender from the wing that comes in, usually either get a block or kind of force to contest the shot to make it awkward. And so I think looking at just Michigan State from a defensive standpoint and knowing how Duke likes to play, which is, hey, we're just going to do everything in the paint, I think that will be of utmost benefit for Michigan State heading into this game. Because we know Duke, on their day, maybe is a 30% team at best from deep. So if, Duke, if Michigan State can basically shut down the inside, we know all Zion does is dunk anyways. So nah, he's got a little bit of a mid-range game. And, I mean, they do pay pressure, pressure defense to get easy baskets, but you're right. If Trey Jones isn't hitting, if he's hitting threes, then there's an there's, uh-oh factor. I would be absolutely shocked if he shoots like he did last night again. Shocked. What is he, like a 33% three-point shooter on the entire year, and he went 5-7 on, on Friday? I just don't see it happening. Either. Also remember, Cam Reddish didn't play either. I don't know if he's going to play. Because the Vegas line is... Only two with Duke, and I think it went down to one and a half. So maybe they know something that he might not be playing. Oh, by the way, we'll actually, see. I don't know because Vegas didn't know. No one knew that Cam Reddish wasn't going to play until actual tip off. He was actually I, apparently he buckled his knee. Yeah. So it, nobody nobody knew about it until, until warm ups. Yeah, till warm ups. Actually, Coach K, and people had asked him, "Is there any injuries or anything to worry about?" And Coach K told him in in, in some of the press conference and oh everyone's healthy and then at the last minute cam reddish was a last minute scratch good well, gamesmanship no. right there by coach k that's how you do i'm it. telling you man if michigan state i mean obviously Izzo's beating k once i i just got a feeling yeah that, that has to beat them that yeah that was yeah i actually got an article from uh lancy state journal up right now by uh mike defabo oh so talking about that 2005 team that they beat Duke 78-68 in the Sweet 16 on uh, March 25th, 2005. I, I was actually I was actually in Europe when that happened, and uh, of course I, of course they say that the, that team they, they really wanted to play Duke. I mean that was a who can they said that was a, the senior class was Allen Anderson, Chris Hill, Calvin Torbert, and. Uh, Moe Ager went pro the next year. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Ager would have been a sophomore on that team. He, uh, Shan, Shannon Brown was a uh, no wait junior. no wait no wait Ager was Shannon a Ager was, was a junior. Shannon Brown was a sophomore. Excuse me. Paul da- Paul Davis was a junior. That was Drew Knightsle. Yeah, Knights I believe was actually played some point guard a little bit. He did. And, and of course, that everybody's favorite walk on Tim Bagracus. So we got we got that good matchup. Let's look at some other ones. Virginia Purdue, another Big Ten matchup. Honestly, I, I as much as I'm starting to think that Purdue may have overcome some of their NCAA tournament demons of yesteryear year, even though they almost choked it away against Tennessee. Hey, but. Who who knows? I mean, Virginia Virginia's a little bit of a different animal. I don't know. I don't. Virginia remember last year got knocked out in the first round by. Well, they, 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 I, I, I don't don't start sitting there counting it right now. Like, yeah, Virginia's got this one in the bag because I'm not both, both teams have I'm demons. Not, no, no, I, I don't think that at all. I, I I agree with Frank a little bit. I I just I'm sorry, man. I I, I get that Tony Bennett hasn't made a Final Four. I you got to give me a choice between Tony Bennett and Matt Painter. 
I'm taking uh, Tony Bennett any day of the week. Oh, you're, so you're a Matt Painter hater. I am a Matt Painter hater. You are correct. Well, the thing, well, <laughs> yeah, at, least, at least he doesn't. At least he doesn't deny it. Like, yeah, I'm a yeah, Matt I, Painter yeah. hater. Yeah. Let's be let's be real. Has he really given me a reason to give to like actually have any faith in him? I, I mean, let's be real. Thursday's game was between two massively choking head coaches, and the other one choked harder. <laughs> that, I won't. I won't argue that. But I, th- I think so, really who. It, it comes down to who from who from Virginia is going to end up slowing down Carson Edwards, and plus how are they going to try and how are they going to defend Matt Harms, and plus and plus Ryan Klein was really really not it. he did, he couldn't miss on Thursday either he was hitting a lot of big shots as well yeah he he was what ten for thirteen or some crazy number I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pull up that one. Like he, I, I, man, I, I just don't see them shooting like. Does anybody think they shoot like that again? Or no, like, no. Virginia. Klein was ten of thirteen from the field, seven yep. for ten from three point land. Carson, I mean, he had twenty seven points. Carson Edwards had twenty nine, eight of twenty two shooting. Dang, and then it was Harms and Noel Eastern had eleven each. In that one, and there's got to be there, there's got to be one game because I know Edwards has actually shot not terribly in this tournament. I just feel like there's got to be though for this one game where he just shoots them out of the game because he did it multiple times this year. Yeah, I mean, even after his he dropped forty two on Villanova, holy Moses! Oh yeah, that was that was nuts. Yeah, that 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 was one. That was an outer worldly performance. And it's, I mean, Virginia they uh, they ended up uh, escaping Oregon fifty three forty nine in that one. That's how they win, though. Yeah, like, uh, it is. It's how they win games. They're losing Bowl Bowl, by the way. He is yeah, going he, pro. Um, Not surprised, especially. I don't know if you guys saw. There's a bunch of rumors that he was involved in the FBI stuff. Yeah. The son of Manubul, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at looking at Virginia. I mean, their his numbers. They did. They they're pretty much balanced to me. You had Kyle Guy who had ten. DeAndre Hunter had eleven. Ty Jerome thirteen, and that Clark guy had twelve. Didn't get. They didn't get any points off their bench though. They've got that guy who comes off the bench. What's Jack Salt? No, he's an inside guy. I don't know if he comes off the bench or he starts. I'm going to be real with yeah. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I pulled him up right now. Uh, Mamadi Dikite. I I him. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know if I I, if I'm butchering his name. I apologize. He's their bit. He's their starting big guy. Yeah, him. I, I, I'm going to be real with you. I haven't watched a lot of Virginia this year because they're kind of unwatchable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless they're like the big game that's on or like they're playing Duke or like North Carolina or their tournament games, I've watched like no Virginia this year. Who's Tony Sam? You didn't watch any? Who's Tony Sampson, by the way, on the. On I, the I watched some. I, I just I don't know the big games I played in. Okay. I'm going to tell you, Virginia Tech, I was not surprised that it was a close game with Duke. I thought maybe. No, I wasn't either. And Buzz Williams could be thought- leaving them too. Yeah, so let's look at the other game here. UK with Kentucky versus Auburn. Big win against North Carolina. Auburn pretty much slapped them, and then Charles Barkley was having fun with Kenny Smith. 
Yeah, and let's just say that friend of the show, Jared Jansen, was not too happy about that because he is a Tar Heel fan. And they got pretty much tarred and feathered. Yeah, uh, uh, Auburn, I think Auburn just scored again. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, that, almost was, that gave was bad. Up, almost gave up 100. Yikes. Well, I think... I think that was just I think that was kind of another outer worldly performance by Auburn. They I mean they they seemingly couldn't miss in that game. They shot ended up shooting about just a shade under 46% and from three point land. This dude, I, but, but I think it was uh, the um it was uh Chumo Kiki who uh, ended up getting hurt. Yeah, it looked pretty bad too. Yeah, so he's probably going to be out. He's one of their big guys, though. But I mean, uh, Bryce. I mean, Bryce Brown and Jared Harper have done a really nice job carrying that team. He, they shoot a lot of threes. Yeah, that. In every game that I've watched them this year, they shoot a lot of threes, and they've been they early like as of February, like late February, they were one of the most people were viewing them as one of the most disappointing teams in the country. So they were a preseason top ten team. And most people at that point had him as like an eight or nine seed. Yeah. But then they went on a run and they got a five. Now I've asked friends this, even though Kentucky still has some McDonald's All-Americans on the team. Is this one of Calipari's best coaching jobs? Because he doesn't have the superstars or that elite super team that we're used to in the past. Oh, by the way, he's also gotten to, what is it, eight elite eights in the last 10 years. And one yeah, national championship. But in Kentucky, standards are high, and they just look at national championships. So everyone just looks at that one national title and say that maybe Coach Calipari can't really coach. But if he's gotten to the Elite Eight, eight out of ten years, and one of those years actually uh, is a bad mark I think he wants to forget, was when they went to the NIT and lost to Robert Morris in uh, the first round, which was, I believe, yeah. 2013. Well, I think that, that was the was year. Was Noel. Yeah, Nerlens yeah. Noel died. Yeah, but that yeah. one I think he wanted to forget. But a lot of fans are saying he's, he should have more national championships because of all the talent he has. But if you really deep Maybe. down look into it, though, this is pretty impressive what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, obviously, they choked that one year they were undefeated and then won the Final Four in Wisconsin beat him like four years ago. But the way he plugs guys in, he got, remember, he's almost – Majority of his teams are freshmen and sophomores. Right, so it's a, it's it's a turnover. Like you might right. as well call it. You might as well call it University of Kentucky Community College, because that's all, what it is. Right, because basically yeah. all you're getting is two year players at, at max. I mean, the four year players that are on the bench. You know, we all know that's for APR grade reasons. Or, or you get a grad transfer like Reed Travis. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I look. I mean, going back to their game against Houston, Tyler Hero. Pun intended was the hero of that game. Mm-hmm. Named nineteen points. When PJ Washington actually did play, well, he ended up scoring sixteen. Came off the bench. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that Kentucky and Auburn, I I could see that one going either way. Right, I think Kentucky wins that game. I think I think so too. You think so? So Kentucky. So here, who's your final four here? So, we'll we'll go wild around here, all of you. Duke, Michigan State. Don't be a homer. Oh man, 
It's so tough. I, I just feel like this is a team. I, I why is like it tough? Team. Why is it tough? You guys were. You know. I, Michigan State has so many demons against Duke. I just feel like this is a team that you could beat. Just make that, if, they, if you make them shoot. Excuses, excuses. I, if you make them shoot, if you if you make Duke a jump shooting team, they beat them. I don't know if they can do it though. So if I'm using my. And, and, Honestly, you can go either way, but I, I, I'm going to pick Duke just because I want to be wrong. Oh, okay, so <laughs> Ryan is picking Duke so he can be wrong, so that Michigan State kind of like a superstition thing. It's absolutely, 100%. No, I mean, in all seriousness, I, I I don't know if Xavier Tillman can check Zion. I mean, I know Zion's going to get his, but we'll, I, if, Trey, if, Trey, if, you, if you force them to shoot, then MSU's going to win. It's just that's what it's honestly what it comes down to. Okay, so Frank, who you got? You got the music up a little bit. I mean, look, I'm kind of in the same boat as Ryan. I mean, look, this. I mean, I think Michigan State's got a shot to beat Duke. I mean, Are you gonna pick Duke so then Michigan State can win? Let me let me finish here. <laughs> look, this. I mean, look, this is. I mean, look, this is a Duke team that's got NBA caliber talent, but. They're also not very deep, and they're not a great shooting team. As Ryan mentioned, I mean, you pretty much have to just pack it in against them and dare them to shoot. But the thing is, is you have, that means packing it in the zone. Tom Izzo and zone defense do not belong in the same sentence. Right. They get in your shorts. So does Duke. This will be a good I think this will be the repeat of last night's game against Virginia Tech it's going to be good this might be another Sunday dinner thriller and why I say that is like the one against UCF so buckle up yeah that that I mean look that I mean kind of going back to that game I mean if Duke would have shot their average from downtown they lose Tyler Wells said typical Ryan do you know him Ryan no idea who that is yeah, he said typical Ryan, basically. Oh, it's Tyler. Oh, yeah, Tyler said that. I think he said Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler's my boy. Oh, he's your boy. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Of course he's. I'm sure that. Kyler wants uh, Michigan State to win. He's an MSU fan, yeah. Oh, okay. Bang, a lot of Michigan are. State fans here. <laughs> David, what you got? Oh, wait a minute. Did you pick Frank? I mean, you, you basically went the long-winded <laughs> novel version. Just give us the short to the point who you got. I'm in the same boat as Ryan. I want to be wrong too. I think. Uh, Stop it. Just, 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 I just don't. I have yet to. I have yet to see anybody slow down Zion. And plus, it seems like Duke's got some divine intervention. Yep. I mean, because the last two games they could have easily lost by double digits. And uh, look, the whole, the whole thing with uh, UCF. People say, "Oh, well, that shows they got cracks in the armor." Well. UCF had a mat had a matchup nightmare with Taco Fall, and Virginia telling me that is starting to be small, but I don't know if I want to drink the Kool Aid just yet. Well, drink drink so the Kool Aid then. Just just pick just pick a guy. I said I'm taking Duke. I hope to God I'm wrong. So two Michigan State fans pick Duke because they want to do some because type we're of realists. No, you're doing it for reverse psychology, so that if the Michigan I, I, I State do does Michigan lose, State. 
then you I can say, yeah, I picked Duke, but really in actuality you want to pick it. So then the basketball gods let Michigan State win, and then you'd be both happy, right? Michigan I mean, State gets the win, but you pick Duke to do some reverse psychology. And then if Duke wins, then you can say, I told you so, I'm a basketball expert on the show. No, I mean, if, if Michigan State wins, I'll come out here next week and admit that I was wrong. Okay, next weekend we got I got a tournament, though, so we'll, we'll work out that uh, uh, schedule. Next, I will go with Duke. Been in a lot of close games. I think the Zion effect. I think R.J. Barrett's ready for a big game. Even though he gets stuff quietly, a lot of people don't think he's that good. I think he's really that good. Uh, he's Mr. Do-Everything Utility Guy. He just does it more on a, on a quiet front, and I don't think some people can respect that. Uh, Cam Reddish, if he comes in the game, then I really think it'll go to Duke. But I do think Michigan State will put up a good fight. I would not be surprised if Michigan State wins. But it just seems like there's a team of destiny with this Duke team. It's just something about them. It's got that magic. And not to mention, Frank brought this up a couple weeks ago. Duke, when what happens in Minneapolis, Duke has been in the Final Four there back in 1992 and back in 2001. Yeah. So it, it might be one of those Is things. It's in Minneapolis where, or Indianapolis. So the only year it was in Indianapolis that they did not make it was 2006 when they lost to LSU in the Sweet 16. That's right, with Tyus Thomas. And, and, and uh, Baby Shaq. Yeah, yeah, Big Baby Baby. Big Baby. That's Which right. I don't really like calling a grown man Big Baby, but yeah, that was back then, he, that's what he did. Uh, but I got Duke. David, who you got? I mean, mine's a short and quick. Go, David. Yeah, you play with fire once too many times, you're going to get burned. Shame Duke won't make it to Minneapolis, but Good effort, though. I'm going to go green, go white. Oh. All right. There we go. David, I hope you're right. <laughs> please Uh-oh. be right. Uh-oh. Please be right, David. <laughs> well, well, they're saying, please be right, David. Hopefully. You know, that hoping and praying. So, yeah. uh, up next, the next game, which will be right here. Kentucky-Auburn. On uh, Sunday. Auburn, to me, is a nice story. I mean, they're having success, but I I think the fact that Calipari, even though I don't like him, has been in these situations before, I'll take Kentucky. Ryan? I've got Kentucky. I think I'm going to go on the outlier. Auburn does it for the injured player. They've been having a magical season. I'm not really sold on Kentucky. They just don't have that really that star power, and I think they match up well. Not to mention Auburn. Didn't Auburn? Well, they smacked up Tennessee in that SEC championship. Yeah. Game. But I believe Auburn's lost to Kentucky twice in the regular season in the SEC. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah they, they have. They have. They've had their number, but I think they'll get this one. Bruce Pearl is due for a Final Four appearance, even though he's shady too. He was also the Chuck Person was in that in- FBI investigation. Yeah. The right. Yeah. That, this is. Yeah. This Remember may as well be the FBI elite aide because you have you have John Calipari who's the biggest snake out there. But he's not. In, he wasn't in the in the FBI. Stuff. He wasn't in the FBI report. Yeah, he. Wa- I know, but he's yeah, it's throwing out that fake news, Frank. I know he wasn't in the FBI report, but I know that he's yeah. been, he's done some shady stuff in the past. Yeah, Rick Patino, slick Rick as too, or reckless Rick as they like to call him. So, and he might be getting another job. 
So let's not let's not hate on Calipari, especially doing a great job with this team. I mean, uh, look, I, I admit I don't like Calipari, but I'm giving him his due for getting this team to where uh, it you is. You like to give backhanded due when you don't like certain people, Frank. I'm gonna notice <laughs> well, that I mean, with I, you. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, giving, you, I'm giving you the made, double credit where it's due. Uh, no double credit. You give uh, a double negative. You I said a, giving the devil credit where it's due. Oh yeah, see, like I said, the devil credit. You didn't have to call him the devil. You just should have said, "I'm giving Calipari." He's not that bad, right? Like See how Frank does that? He gives that old backhand compliments. I'm not a big fan of the guy, man, but I, I, I can't say that I hate him. I don't think he, I don't think he cheats now. He right. probably did a UMass, but what? The, why the hell would he do it now? Right, and so UMass is almost over 25 years ago with Canby, yeah. and Memphis with Derrick Rose was over almost 15 and he years actually, ago. Well, that was that was Canby. eleven years he ago. He turned Canby 11. into the NCAA. By yeah, the way, I'm pretty sure he did turn he did turn himself yeah. in. So, uh, I got Kentucky. Frank, who you got? Kentucky. Brian. Kentucky. David. I'm gonna make it a clean sweep. I really hope the Kentucky fans chant SEC too, just to rub it in to Auburn. They Auburn fans definitely did chant SEC yesterday. Why? Because <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> to talk basically North Carolina saying that the SEC is better than the ACC, even though they finished fifth in their you know final SEC tournament rankings, Auburn was fifth, and they were you know he squeaked into the top twenty five. So they were, yeah. Well, at the end of the really day, though, they're still they're the still ACC. they're still alive. They gave that butt whooping, so they're allowed to talk trash and then you know throw toilet paper at Tumor's Corner or Tumor's Corner or whatever that over those trees. So, hey, give them where credit is due. Yeah, I mean, I'll give them credit. They had a, you know, magical, glory, glorious, you know, victory over North Carolina, but Cinderella's over. Oh, okay. Keeping it real there, uh, David. That's a clean sweep, though. Next, we're going to go with the, uh, you know what, I, I don't really like this game at all, but I'm going to mention it. The Texas Tech game, who you got? I got Gonzaga. You do? Cause... <laughs> yeah, that, Definitely going to be a boring one. Yeah, that, let's do that again because that was just, just pissed. It's just a <laughs> terrible game. That was also for your breaking news with Fred Hoiberg. <laughs> yeah, we already knew he was going. We already knew the mayor was packing his bag yeah. going there. And let me say, right. Tech, Texas Tech's win over Michigan was the Coach Mark Hubbard special. <laughs> so I got Gonzaga. I think of this is actually a really talented team. Texas Tech, I give them credit, though. Play hard, great defense. They do the, 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 the pound and ground game, but I'm going with the Zags. I'm going opposite. I'm taking Texas Tech. Ooh. Brian? I got Gonzaga. I... I I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Texas Tech grinds him down though. David, Gonzaga and they score at least triple digits. Triple digit? Wait a minute! Wow, David, David, wow, David, no David, David, David is going on a limb. Uh, David, that's one of those Tim Tebow is a Hall of Fame quarterback quotes that you like to throw on this show once well, in a while. I, I never said Hall of Fame quarterback. I just said he was in it. Like when Gonzaga's when Gonzaga's on their game, they can put up points, and we know Texas Tech. So Texas Tech, you're not giving them any type of respect. I mean, not particularly, no. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just be honest about that. But yeah, I mean, if they want to get into a shootout, Texas Tech has been known this season to try to go high-scoring games, and so I've seen a lot of kind of predictions that this could be a low-scoring affair. You know, 50s, 60s, 70s. I wouldn't be surprised if this is you know. Similar to 
kind of the Auburn, North Carolina, where, you know, Auburn almost got to 100. And oh. I think with Gonzaga's firepower. Okay, well, then again, North, North Carolina, you have to remember, is not that good defensively, so... And I think I think Texas Tech wins because of defense. All right. Well, like I said, I'm going with the Zags. Uh, and then we got Davis got the Zags triple digits. Ryan's got the Zags, and you got Texas Tech. Yeah. And then the finally the final game we have Virginia, Virginia and Purdue or Purdue. But they weren't Purdue through this tournament. I know. I know. Oh man, I. This is the can't believe, I can't, can't I, believe we're, yeah, couple of cho- a couple of coaches who are no <laughs> choke artists. Although in one there was one bracket I did, I had Virginia getting to the championship game and getting bent over again by Tom Izzo. <laughs> I, I mean I. I can't believe one of these coaches is going to the Final Four. <laughs> First of all, I I really can't believe it. Uh, I I've got I've got Virginia. I just think I give me Tony Bennett over my hand. I'm t- I'm t- I'm taking Virginia as well. Like I said, one of my brackets have gave the championship game, and then Daddy Izzo comes in and beats them. <laughs> Even though you had Duke winning earlier. Well, that was my other. That was look. I've done multiple brackets, David. <laughs> I, I was just, I'm just kind of reinforcing, you know. Let the All right, that, know. Exactly, that is true. I did. Look, the other bracket I did was my Homer bracket, and I'm starting to think that might actually be more realistic than. That's what mine started to shape up as too. Actually, I'm going. You know what I'm gonna go with? Purdue, Matt Painter, baby. I don't know. I, it's something. It's just something about Virginia. I just think they, they choke a lot, and everyone's so enamored by that pack line defense. Which I think, by the way, they don't all play the full, fully pack line defense. And then, not to mention, I'm still not sold on, on them after what happened last year. I just think they're choke artists, and I know Pat, Matt Painter's been a choke artist also. But and I'm going with Purdue, Carson Edwards, tournament time, baby. David? Yeah, I think this is probably one of the closer toss-ups, similar to Duke, Michigan State, but I, I got Virginia. I just think kind of Virginia knows how to shut down even the highest scoring or kind of high-proficient perimeter shooting team, and I just think they'll eke one out. They'll probably be one of those ugly where they win have like 55, 60 points. But I think they'll find a way to shut down Purdue. So one guy for Purdue and everybody else for Virginia. Yup. Well, fellas, it'll do it for this segment here. Ryan, thank you so much for calling in. Um, Thanks for having me out, guys. Anytime. Yeah, it's been a 45-minute uh, podcast, basically, on that one subject. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ryan, we may have to... Should Michigan State pull it off? We may have to have you back next week. Well, as well. I, should they should they pull it off? Oh. You already picked Duke over them. Well, hey man, if, if they make it, I'll, I'll hopefully be in Minnesota. So, oh, update right there. Yeah, I'm, like I said, they pull it off. I'll, I'll come. I'll come out here and admit that I was wrong. I'll own up to it. Me too. Or are Gladly. you going to try to admit that you just want to give Michigan State some good juju? No, it won't be any of that. 
Yeah, okay. All right. Well, like I said, once again, Ryan, always check out the podcast. I'll post it up for you. Uh, you can look at us on iTunes or on SoundCloud. And if you do, just give us five stars so we can get this circulating around. Obviously, we've been up on the live feed, and you know your Michigan State fans have been called, have been watching. So that's pretty good too as well. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Thanks for calling in, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no problem. That was Ryan McCumber, the Cassius Winston Appreciation fan. Yeah. We still got David the Man, got Harris on the line. Guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about the M- or not the, the McDonald's All American Dunk Contest. Hmm. Any thoughts, David? Give us a little tease. Armchair and couch wannabe ballers can probably not even do any of the dunks that won the slam dunk contest. So quit being a hater. Probably one of the better dunk contests. I think Scotty Lewis, though, he did his thing as well. But I will say that uh, old girl got her uh, winning as well. So take a quick commercial break and we'll have uh, thoughts from David the Man Got Harris here on 88.3 WXUT.